This is Helping of Happiness, episode number 114. Today we are talking with Roselle Pliego from at NDFW Family. She is a content creator there and is going to be sharing her thoughts all about diversity and how she feels about Black Lives Matter. Hi, you're listening to Helping of Happiness. I'm your host, Hilary Hess, a crazy mom of seven kids who loves to eat and love to travel. Mom life can be exhausting, hectic, and scary at times, so let's take this journey together. We can love, we can learn, we can laugh, we can cry, and we can become better friends while we're at it. Hello, Roselle! How are you? I'm good, thank you. I am so pumped. We've got Roselle Pliego on here with us. We got to meet at a really fun Sunday dinner with our mutual friend, Jamie Harper. She was on with us episode 105 when we talked about Airbnbs and family travel. And Roselle, I've been wanting to have you on for months, and I think that it just needed to wait right now for all these hot topics that are coming up because we're ready to get heart to heart today. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this opportunity. Thank you. (laughs) So let's, before we get into all the deep stuff, do you mind just telling us a little bit about your family? And I'd love to go into a little bit about your business, like what you do and how that all got started. Okay. Well, like you said, I'm Roselle Pliego. I've been married to my husband for 14 years. We have three kids. We have uh, two boys, one's 11, one's seven. And we have a five-year-old girl, our little princess, um, Stella. And yeah, so we used to live in East Texas for three years. Um, And then we moved to Dallas, to Texas. We've been in Dallas for about 10 years now. Where'd you come up with your Instagram? You've got this blog. How did that all get started? Okay, so um, we have our blog in underscore DFW family. And actually, we came about this idea. We moved to Dallas with our firstborn. I was just looking for wholesome family activities to do as a family. And I really couldn't find anything that matched our, um, you know, what we want to do as a family that didn't always necessarily revolve around bars, but something that was wholesome. And Dallas is a very big foodie scene. And we noticed that it is a very family oriented city as well. So I started discovering places to take my son when we first moved here to parks, shows, museums. And I always got um, requests from my friends, like, hey, where'd you go? Or how'd you like the food there? So I was like, well, you know, I can actually start blogging about this. So I just turned my passion for traveling and eating out in Dallas into my blog. <laughs> so, so that's how perfect. we just started. Because <laughs> <laughs> those are things that I really love to do too. Eating and traveling are like the very best fun things to do. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And you've shown me so many cool things to do in the city, like some of the cool painted murals that you've taken pictures at and stuff. I've never seen those anywhere else. So it's been really <laughs> fun that you share those. Thank you so much. <laughs> so how long have you been blogging then? How long have you been doing that? So we've been blogging now for about 10 years and taking it seriously in the past five years. And I mean, seriously, that's mean getting paid opportunities and networking with um, businesses and CVBs in the area. So I built a very close relationship with the visitor bureaus here in the Fort Worth Dallas Metroplex. So it's become a great partnership. And I'm feeling really blessed that my kids get to explore the city 
and feel included and inclusive and everything. So that is so neat. Love <laughs> that so much. So I've been really enjoying what you've had to say. You had an IGT video that you posted that kind of went back when all these things with George, George Floyd happened and we had the week blackout. I myself haven't known how to vocalize how I feel about any of this or even if I should, like, I don't even know what, <laughs> where my place is in any of this, but I love the things that you said. And I felt like a lot of the things that you said also have been on my heart. So do you mind just kind of taking the floor and telling us a little bit about what you said in that video and we can kind of, kind of go from there. Okay. Uh, what I was trying to convey was a message of everyone um, being and feeling treated fairly. Um, I feel like with this Black Lives Matter movement, um, I understand the premise behind it. Like I'm African American, and I do understand the, um, you know, the the pride in the message of Black Lives Matter. I understand that, but I feel as though we got kind of muddled, and um, and our approach of this message, and it's being, sometimes I feel like it's being overshadowed. So the George Floyd, um, we saw that he was um, murdered by a white officer. And I feel like everyone felt that no matter what race you are, we all felt that. And it, it, it was bad. <laughs> we all can feel that. But what I was trying to make light in my message was Black Lives Matter all the time. And it shouldn't only matter when we have to have a, a march when a white officer kills a black person. Our, our lives matter yesterday. It mattered 10 years ago. It mattered before this world even started. We should always remember that our lives always matter. It never has to take a huge, um, I would say, an incident, this magnitude, which, it, don't get me wrong, was very horrific. But... I feel like our lives continue to matter from the past, today, and in the future. I love that. So what was like the most triggering for you when this was all happening? What was, what was really the hardest? I, I think the hardest, and I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable, was I... Um, and I think that's what we're all worried about. We're yeah. all worried about making everyone feel uncomfortable, <laughs> but saying what we mean, but not doing it in a hurtful way. So Hurtfully. I know that we're all kind of feeling that right now. Right. And I think it's okay to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I really think it's okay to feel uncomfortable. I think that's part of what has been going on. The afraid, being afraid to say what you feel and feel as if you say it is going to be felt or taken wrong. And I just, what made me triggered was a lot of white people were coming out with this stance, like, oh, I support Black Lives, but did you support Black Lives Matter before this incident, or are you doing it now because now it's hot topic? So I think that was the triggering thing because I kept getting DMs, direct messages in my inbox, asking me if I'm okay. I'm okay because I've been black yesterday, today, and I'll still be black. So that was the part that just made me feel very uncomfortable was that approach of the other, of white people asking me if I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I think one thing that you posted was all of a sudden you're getting all this attention. Well, where were you before? <laughs> right. Where were you before? Exactly. <laughs> and that is frustrating when you feel like a relationship is being built just because something happened. 
Right. That's exactly right. You nailed it. So you talked some in your IGT video too about black and black crime and how that was really upsetting you that there wasn't more being done about that. Yeah. And I, um, actually when I talked about that on the IGTV, a lot of uh, black friends were kind of upset with me with that term black on black crime. And they brought up some facts for me, which was eye opening on my side too, um, that they're saying, well, you commit crime because of proximity, which is true. If you're in a black neighborhood, you're going to have crime within that proximity. And I was just trying to convey the message as well, there needs to be change in that community. What's causing the black on black crime? Is it unemployment? Um, is it the politicians that's running that city? Like what, what's, what is the underlying um, damage to that city and to that race? So that was my, I guess I was trying to um, bring that out to the forefront. It's like, what is the problem? How can we fix that? Yeah. What would you like to see more of from people in general? I just want people to be more inclusive and not discredit you for your feelings and your thoughts. Um, I've got a lot of pushback in the Black community for even speaking on this topic. And when I, when I hear the term, again, Black Lives Matter, is it only when I agree with what you're saying and I fall in line with your ideas? But if I speak differently on that topic, my life doesn't matter. So that's what has been a pushback in my community is um, I'm saying things that are maybe offensive to them and they cancel me. So it's like, why am I being canceled for something I believe in that doesn't agree with what you stand for? So I just want people to be more inclusive and tolerant of each other's thoughts and emotions because we all come from different backgrounds. Some may never have experienced racism. Some may have. So I feel like we just need to be open to that. I love that. So what makes you feel the most heard? Like, is it, I mean, I'm like having you on my podcast. I'm like, I'm listening to you. I'm hearing you. <laughs> but not everybody has a podcast. And maybe this isn't even in the best, best forum. But right. like, what makes you feel most validated and heard by other people? Um, I'm, I feel like on my social platform, I feel like just showing family wholesomeness. We are an interracial couple. My husband is Hispanic. Um, we're raising interracial kids in this climate now. I feel like if I just continue to show positivity and our content and push wholesomeness and family togetherness and joy, I feel like I can be the most heard visually through my content. So I try to push my um, visual pictures to be appealing to the audience to show, hey, yes, we do have our moments off camera, (laughs) like every family does. We're not perfect. You're not? not What? (laughs) But recently I've been trying to show a very, you know, nice photo, but I do a behind the scenes video to show happiness and joy and, you know, what can be um, attained you know, just doing things that are wholesome, family oriented. Well, and that's why I love following you. And I, the really cool thing is that that's who you guys were in person when we met. (laughs) That's what was so fun is that it wasn't just me and you meeting, but we got to meet as families and I got to see kids play and they're so cute and just see the dynamic of you and your husband and that you love each other. And I mean, we even talked about fun things to do with our families. And I, I think that that is just that that's kind of been my takeaway because I 
I felt like I had to take some time. Okay, what should I be talking about? Should I be <laughs> like pushing a political agenda? And right. I like I I had to take a little time back and say, okay, wait, that's never where I started with all of this. Exactly. That's not somewhere I need to go. I definitely exactly. want to talk about it. Right. But I, I'm like you, like, I just want to show the love and the, we can talk about the hard parts of family. Too oh yeah. Though. Oh yeah. But that's Absolutely. not what I want everyone to be seeing all the time. Like, let's try to bring the light and think of our families in ways that we love our families and not just right. dragging ourselves through the mud every day. Exactly. You know, this exactly what I'm trying to convey. Absolutely. Absolutely. And not forget about the issues. Like, don't want to be blinded by the issues, but at the same time, my, my platform is not political at all, Yeah. but people come to my, my page, to my blog for something. So I'm yes. going to continue to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love that. Okay. So where do you think, how do you think we can make the most change? Because Man, there's a lot of things thrown out there. There's there's writing, there's yeah. black squares on social media. There's, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. there's just so many different ways people are doing things. People are mm -hmm. acting in passion. Some people mm -hmm. are acting in silence. What where do you think the most change comes from? Um, I feel like the most change comes from each one of us. Um, like if you see an opportunity for um, a friend that you may know, it doesn't matter her race or where she comes from, invite her. Or like just change comes for exploring your city more and seeing what other cultures are doing, whether it's going to um, Richardson, which is predominantly an Asian um, area, trying their cuisine or going to Oak Cliff, where it's predominantly Hispanics and black, like exposing our kids to different parts of this city. We all can do that. We all can take a step into exploring what our city offers and not be too sheltered in our bubbles. Because I feel like that's where we find comfort, which is fine, but sometimes it's okay to be uncomfortable in situations. So our families and our kids can see the diversity that this city offers. Oh, I love that. I feel like that's a big reason why I like to travel with my kids is because I want them mm -hmm. to see other places. Like, let's yeah. go to New York City. I want you to see what it's like to live around thousands of millions thousands, of people. Yes. So different from a Dallas suburb, right? Absolutely. I agree with that. Uh, or even just going to the Braunfels and just being in a small town, tubing down the river with different personalities. <laughs> yes, so we had kind of that same thing at Caddo Lake. Yeah, because that's just a few hours, mm -hmm. you know, east. And wow, mm -hmm. did people talk different out in the bayou than they do here in They town, sure do. Right? <laughs> My kids are so shocked. Wait, it what? Was, They're excited that they have a working toilet outhouse? Like, yeah, so exactly. Funny. And even just the twang in their language. I'm like, can you say that one more time? What did you say? <laughs> so... It's okay, but it's, it's needed. It's really needed. I love that. I don't know if you've talked with your kids about all this Black Lives Matter, all the mm -hmm. culture that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. What's their reaction been, or how are you doing this with your kids? Um, you know what? To be honest, I feel like we live it every day. <laughs> so I don't, there's nothing to talk to me because of who we are as a family, interracial family. We live it daily. So if they ever have questions, we talk about it, but there's no conversation in our home about it because we live it daily. Um, their school is very diverse. My kids are very fortunate to be in a diverse school. That's, I feel um, the same way about ours. I feel like our area is just like people from everywhere. Everywhere. And it's really kind of the coolest. 
absolutely. So we live it. So in um, our church and our community, our friends, so they see a variety of faces and, and cultures and language. Um, so for me, our discussion, there is no discussion about it because our life is a discussion. So I love that answer. That's so good. <laughs> well, and I think there's something to making your life that kind of I don't know. I don't know that that's everybody's life, right. you know? So I think right. that's really cool that you've made it that way. Right. And that, I think that's how it is. You just live your life. People are always like, oh, read books, which books are fine. But we learn a lot, but live your world, live your life and explore your life. And we were just talking about maybe opening up our circles when we do visit cities. Let's visit the museums in Oklahoma and learn about the Indians. Let's visit the museums you know, in uh, Georgia, or the one uh, about Martha King. Let's go visit the museum in D.C., African-American museums. I feel like that's something we're going to start pushing in our family. If we go to a city, let's find a museum that talks about that culture of that city, of that town. That is so cool. Well, and then your kids can really see what the basis of that town is about. Exactly. It's, such a, it's so much more different than just, we're going to the amusement park in that Sorry. city, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's not really what that city is about. Exactly. And keeping oh. it, even going to San Antonio, like my son is a history buff, so he loves the Alamo. Oh, So we do cool. the Alamo. But did you know there's the missions in San Antonio? And just visiting the missions, like why are the missions here? What the purpose of this building? What is it about? So they get a history in history right there in their face. So, so that's that's our focus moving forward as a family, traveling, but intentionally seeking out museums to learn about the culture. That is really cool. I love Mm -hmm. that. One of my favorite things in your IGT video was when you are encouraging people to vote and just... (laughs) It's hard to do this because I know we were just talking about it. It's like repeating the conversation. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but I I just think that before this whole COVID thing came, I don't know if everybody realized how important your local leadership is because, you know, every county, every state, every city is handling everything so different. You can kind of see how important those small elections are and it doesn't have to just be related to COVID. It can be related to all things. So right. And voting pep talk. (laughs) talk. (laughs) No, I totally agree with you hundred percent. It's this hot, like what we're going through in the black community is a lot of people are, you know, complaining about black on black crime and the lack of resources in their community. But I was trying to convey, it's like, we have a power and that power is that we can vote and voting will help put people in place that align with what you want to make a change for good for the community. And I felt like we were saying before, lives matter before pandemic of COVID. It mattered after and it's going to continue to matter moving forward. But we need to put the people in place that's going to care for those individuals to make a change. And I feel like that has been maybe one of the underlying problems in the Black community is the wrong leadership that's not you know, putting their best interests at heart and in the forefront. So love that. Okay. So vote, vote, vote. That's what we're saying. And that's a big deal. It's election year. (laughs) There's always little elections for our areas too, that I think we really forget about and they slip through the cracks. Absolutely. And then here we are. (laughs) (laughs) 
how do you feel when people say all lives matter? Because I know that's kind of a hot word right now because they feel like it cancels out Black Lives Matter or they right. just want to love everybody. And so there's right. such different ways. So how do you right. view that? Right. And I, feel, I see it both sides of the all lives matter. Um, for us, I feel like we love everyone, <laughs> no matter your gender, race, creed, we love everyone. And I feel like in the Black Lives Matter, they have this um, thinking is that at this moment in time, Black lives are going through something that is so hard for, that, for them, for us to understand and other races to understand the difficulties and uh, just the challenges that they're having at this moment. So it's not discrediting all lives, they do matter, but at this time they're focusing on Black lives. And so to me, I feel all lives matter because I do love everyone. <laughs> but at this climate right now, the Black life is, I guess, under scrutiny or just under so much pain at this moment. So, yeah. Yeah. So I guess in a way, maybe it could be like cancer awareness. You know, we all want to fund cancer, but sometimes breast cancer is, is the topic, right topic, right? Is that kind of a way of... And Right. And I think we can just spin it with this Corona. We have flu that is very, that kills people. We have cancer, like you mentioned, AIDS, um, we, breast cancer. Those are all important things that we should always um, research and know. But at this moment, we're dealing with coronavirus. Coronavirus is on our, our forefront at the moment. Doesn't mean that those other ones don't matter. Is that this is what's happening right now. So I feel like that is where this Black Lives Matter pushes now. Doesn't mean white, um, Hispanic, Asians don't matter. They do, they will always matter. But right now, Black Lives is what's the topic and that's what's matter, I guess, now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I love the way that you said that because I think sometimes I think people think that when you say Black Lives Matter that you're trying to exclude everyone, but that's, right. not, that's nah. not the intent. Mm -hmm. The intent is really just, hey, let's let's just suffer with these people a little bit and understand and understand what going through. Right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, is there anything that you wanted to say about that? About us being more understanding? Um, I think just continue to just like I said, um, Black Lives Matter. Right now, we just talked about that as a hot topic. So are you going to ride the wave of the hot topic and just can support black businesses and support black restaurants? Are you going to ride that wave just because it's hot or are you going to continue to make this your lifestyle? You know, make this a part of who you are, who you want to be, not just because it's a hot topic at the moment, like we mentioned. Yeah. So it has to be something that you integrate into your life that will continue to support black businesses. I'll continue to support black restaurants not because it's trending right now. Yeah. So I love that. Are there other ways mm -hmm. besides the businesses and the restaurants that you can think that we can be supportive? Uh, yeah, I think maybe opening your circle, look around your circle. Is your circle everyone that looks like you? Which is, like I said, we like to be comfortable. Maybe let's open up our circle and be more inclusive to everyone, mm -hmm. you know, and try to seek out because that's how you learn is when your circle is open because if it's all like-minded people, we're going to always agree and disagree on the same topics. But let's challenge ourselves in a positive way if we can. <laughs> but, but let's just, I guess, self-check our surroundings and what we are 
bringing into our home and who we talk to and who we interact with. Just, just do a self-check. I love that. Mm -hmm. And I need this Corona to be done because we need to cook together. <laughs> We've been we wanting to do this yes. for a long time. And I'm like, even you're right. Even so before this whole thing. Being on restriction. This is so yeah. annoying. Summer is like the best that. time to do that. Oh, exactly. I, I remember we talked about that after that um, visit at the lake house. Like we have to get together and cook. Yes. So we, so we need to do that. We need to do that. Interact <laughs> those kids. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I would love to hear if, unless you have more on this topic, but I would love to hear more about you and your content you're creating and just all the light stuff that you are bringing into the world. Like what is on your, your beautiful blog? Oh, thank you. So since this Corona quarantine, I really had to uh, dive deeper into what I want to explore more. So like my content revolves around restaurants, but they're closed. <laughs> <laughs> Museums, they're closed. <laughs> Any outdoor recreation is on um, temporary shutdown. So I really had to push myself in my creativity. So we've been cooking at home, which I love your recipes. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so we've been cooking at home, sharing that. We've been um, doing our home, like trying to redecorate. So I feel like more of my um, content is being more personable in my home so i think that's what we've been pushing more and dream being more creative outdoors as well <laughs> which we've i just appreciate that because i think we all get in a slump at least i feel like i have been you know we did kind of some new experiences at the beginning of covid and then it was right like, this is still going on <laughs> right it's still some more going ideas on. so i love <laughs> that you're sharing different things because it kind of keeps it keeps me going to see what other people are doing absolutely absolutely okay anything else that you'd like to share on that um no oh also i feel like bucky's has been our everyone's new destination now <laughs> yes, isn't that funny <laughs> yes the bucky's gas station in texas like it's like a field trip like we just want to go out <laughs> It's like the only open. <laughs> That's how we feel too. Yes. Oh, like everyone throw on your masks. We're going to go, go to Bucky's and it's right. like an outing that took 20 minutes, but we went. Exactly. <laughs> it was so exciting to get out of the house. Exactly. You have everything. You have shopping for like homeware, clothes, <laughs> barbecue. That candy aisle my candy. kids all are excited about. I know my exactly. kids all went and they were all buying beanie boos and sticker books that was the exciting thing this this last time exactly <laughs> so just finding entertainment in the small things and just being alert like so that's been that's been our focus <laughs> well let's move on to these three helpful and happy questions so i always tie this in because on my blog it's not only the podcast archives on helping of happiness but it is we talk about food which you and I have in common and we talk <laughs> about travel and homemaking hacks so let's start in what's your favorite food can you even nail it down to one is that for me it's the oh, hardest thing so God, hard to nail it down. So hard. well I'm of Haitian descent from the Caribbean so anything Ooh. Caribbean food that's my Thing. so that jerk uh, seasoning that's yes. right up your alley mm. yes. yes so anything in that alley that's my type of food so yeah <laughs> yum that's and that's perfect summer food too right it is it truly is so we it love is. that 
inspiring my dinner tonight. I need, I need a change <laughs> of pace. Okay. What's the best trip you've ever gone on? Or do you have a dream vacation? Or both? Uh, our best trip is actually we went to Hawaii. Oh, we went to Hawaii. Dream. Yes. It was one of my bucket list places to go. And we got to go hiking to a waterfall. We spent, I can count, maybe every single day swimming on the beach. Oh. We saw sea turtles. Um, we swam with, sweet, with sea turtles. Um, went to a luau. Like, everything that you would want to do in Hawaii, I feel like we've done it. So, oh, <laughs> Hawaii. So dreamy. That, I've never been to Hawaii. My parents always left me behind when they would go. So. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. They even took my sisters. I'm like, this isn't fair. I'm the one that always wanted to go. Right. Someday, someday I'll have my dream trip to Hawaii. It'll be so yeah. It is paradise. It truly is paradise. <laughs> So do you have a homemaking hack for us? Um, so one hack I do have is for food, actually. This is my, I call it fantastic chicken. Ooh. So it's just chicken breasts, one packet of onion um, seasoning, like onion soup seasoning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Russian dressing and apricot preserve. That's Yum. it. It's four ingredients. So you put apricot preserve, Russian dressing, and the onion soup mix together and mix that up pour it over chicken breast you have a dinner like that and white rice you're done yeah <laughs> and veggies, of so course. do you bake it or do you do it like yeah. in the Instapot? you bake it you can bake it or you can put it in the instapot or yeah so it's, it's got juicy. like this sweet and salty that sounds so good it's so yummy it's a crowd favorite uh, my kids love it so it's really yummy <laughs> okay that's um that's gonna be on my menu yeah fantastic that. chicken <laughs> oh my gosh this has been so fun i love hearing your voice and seeing your face i'm sad that not everybody gets to see your face i'll have to go to your instagram and your blog to see you but <laughs> thank you thank this was really fun too. i enjoyed this thank you you're so awesome so if there's one thing that you could leave us with with all the different things that we talk about what would it be um love thy neighbor as thyself perfect that's said. it that's so it. good mm-hmm Go follow Roselle at NDFW Family on Instagram. And she's also got a fantastic blog. And big shout out to Jamie Harper, who is at Fly by the Seat of Our Pants. When she introduced me and Roselle, I'm so glad. Listen to that episode we had with her about turning your house into an Airbnb and lots of travel tips. If you enjoyed this, please share this with a friend. And give us a rate, review, and subscribe if you're listening to Apple Podcasts.